I'm Marisol. And I'm Adam. And you are listening to The The Reading Reading Aloud Aloud Podcast. Podcast. A podcast where the creative, emotional, and hilarious aspects of relationship communication is explored in real time by a real couple. That's us. In season two, we bring you along on our tour to keep the conversation going. Okay. Here we go. Okay. All right. Let me let me just set the stage real quick here. So it's Friday night or Saturday? Saturday. Saturday night. We haven't had our kid yet. <laughs> God bless the cervical angels. Who are you? Kids. Yeah. To set the stage, though, you also need to say <laughs> this is how the conversation started, oh, which was you saying. No. No. Don't okay. you dare. Okay. The, I guess I'm nervous about how you're going to set the stage, but I'll just shut up. <laughs> well, you're the one who edits the podcast. so <laughs> the, And we are working on a puzzle, a round, gray, all gray puzzle. <laughs> 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 and, it's, and it's, you know, 38 degrees and gray and rainy outside. Yeah, and our and our fourteen year old pup has arthritis and is in pain. Yeah, she's having a really bad day. You can send prayers, and so we gave her this like super expensive bone to chew on, and then I just stared at her the <laughs> whole time. We took her in the pet store <laughs> to get to get a said a, bone, said bone, and she just squatted <laughs> and peed all over the floor, like more. <laughs> And I tried to like, like kick her with my foot. I was like, trouser, no, no. And I mean, she just squatted lower and looked up at me. It was like, shh. I mean, she hasn't peed on inside of a building in so long, but she yeah, went for it. it. Like she probably hasn't peed inside in like, you know, 13 years and she's 14 years old. Right. And she, so we've had an amazing day. Um, <laughs> I was making a comment that, you know, it's February. It's like we're losing our minds. Like we're in this holding pattern with baby, which is, again, we're grateful for the time so that the baby has not come too early or it's so far it's not come. And we're in this holding pattern. And, oh, my gosh, we are. It's like it's like remember the podcast where we talked about Groundhog Day, y'all, that it felt like Groundhog Day every time. Every day we do the same thing. There's so much monotony in our lives. This is on steroids. Like, it's like, and there is nothing to get excited. What's the last thing you got excited about? I got excited. Um, I got excited about uh, dinner tonight. It was pretty exciting. I mean, really excited. Um I don't know there that's a hard question to answer like what's the last thing you got really excited that's about? what i'm trying to say not nothing okay see <laughs> i'm i think i just think about it differently but yeah did, so like i was excited to do a yoga class today i was excited about the food that we ate today it brought me a lot of joy i know but like, that's you know that's what i'm saying i'm not i'm not finding you haven't joy. found joy in any of it uh no i didn't do the yoga class right but like i was excited to like you know, watch the show that we were watching last night. Like, you know. Well, you want to assign something that I could have been excited about to me? I mean, the things that we do every day. I mean, I'm excited to go to bed at night. It's, like, pretty exciting. 
I mean, but that's I understand pretty, that that's, that's not like. Well, let like me a, let me explain. We're so, getting, yeah. N- no, we're not getting off. This is the this is this the is whole the point. Okay, okay. The show, like television, has been like mind numbing to me. It is by the time we're done, we end up feeling worse than when we started. It's not bringing a ton of joy to our right. lives. Yeah. Going to bed is very scary because I know at some point I'm going to wake up choking on my heartburn. <laughs> right. Um, the food it was pretty exciting, but I was also like 10 times past hungry. Um, but the food was really exciting. Food has been a, a joy in my life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I didn't mm-hmm. do the yoga class this morning. It's very difficult for me to find exercise that brings me joy. Um, you know, like that's what I'm trying to say. It's been a, it's, a, it's, a, I'm having a little bit of a tough go of it right now. And so that said, I made a statement that got us just tickled because the point, because I think also the weather is a huge factor. And I think the, the prolonged, you know, the prolonged nature of this pandemic is a really big factor. And people are just like struggling to figure out what to do with their time. And, you know, I think the truth is not everybody really wants to be or love scrolling their phones and or watching TV all the time. And that's kind of two really available options right now. So I said to you, um, and you can correct me if I say it wrong, but I said to you, here we are, like, we're just in this, it's going on and on, and we're about to enter into a really dark time. Wait, no, 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 see, this is, this is it. You first started the whole conversation, <laughs> we're sitting here silently puzzling, you know, and you just go, babe, I don't know if we're going to make it. <laughs> That's how you started it. And I was like, what do you mean you don't know if we're going to make it? You go... I just don't know if we're going to make it. Like we're just, we're spiraling downward and we're not going to make it. And I'm just, that's how you started it. And then, yeah. And then you said, we're just about to head into a really dark time. (laughs) And your response was, I don't, you said, we're going to have a a child in our lives. And, and I was like, yeah, it's going to be a really dark time. And I was like. I was like, I, you know, it's going to be difficult, but dark wouldn't be how I would describe <laughs> it. Like, I wouldn't describe it as dark. <laughs> like, difficult, yes. Lack of sleep, yes. All those things. But, like, yeah. a dark period is, like, depressed, down. I mean, and maybe that's yeah. what you think we're going to feel. I think I might, yeah. I think that there might, you know, I I think... I. I think that I think that for me sleep is a huge part of my happiness and it it can become very difficult to see the light and the joy if I'm not um if I'm feeling just stretched thin, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean and and you know, we'll talk about it and and I don't want to pretend like everything's just going to be okay. I mean, I really want to be uh you know, forthcoming of course. Like I think we will find joy. I think we're going to be obsessed with this child, but it's just funny. It's funny. You know, this is both, this is the way we both think about things too, is like, you're like, it's going to be great. And then some difficult stuff will happen. And that's not the flavor for me. It sometimes helps for me to talk about the difficult stuff. And then the joy becomes the, the, the highlight. Does that make sense? What I'm saying? Totally. Totally. You like to prepare 
by scenario planning through the the possible unbad scenarios. Like that's how you know you you'll you'll come to a situation and you'll think about all the things and I you know I'm you know I'm paraphrasing here this isn't exact but you'll think about what all the things that maybe could go wrong or how hard or difficult a situation could be so that when you're actually in the situation and it's not that difficult or you know you actually the joyous things come up you feel like you appreciate them more or they're like they're well, highlighted I more. think that's a little bit different than what's actually happening because that's basically a pessimist like plan for the worst and then be pleasantly surprised but what I think I'm doing is I, I am actually preparing for potential difficulty and in that way when it happens I'm prepared for it. It's not, I think the thing that makes things so difficult for some people is, is how uh, caught off guard they are. They, they have this expectation like, oh, I thought it was going to be so much better than this. And then it's, right. then something, you know, mildly you, difficult comes around and it's like, they, they don't have any resources or they haven't, you know, right. like, like, like people who asked to have the seven sisters after um, yep. their baby's born, yep. you know, yep. like seven women that are part of their like community who come And each together. woman g- gives a day. Mm-hmm. Um, of a couple hours of that day, like yeah, Monday to you know, um, that's to planning. Come and that's planning like, for something that's you know, yeah. so that the 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 individual, the birthing person, doesn't feel alone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so I'll 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 spin it. How do you think I approach situations? Well, I think you have like a double good thing. Like, not only do you not prepare for the worst, but when it happens, you're not usually caught off guard. You just... You know, the key for me, the practice, and I've talked about it on this podcast, and if you've listened, you know it's something I feel very passionate about, is dropping expectations. Dropping like you're going to expect what will happen. And yes, I do, you know, let myself daydream or like think about things in a positive light, but I have trained myself over the years to not expect that that's what's going to happen. Um, just like I don't expect that the bad things are going to happen either. Yeah, I believe that that is a big part of it. I also believe that you have an incredible ability to take things in stride for the most part, especially mm-hmm. external circumstances. Mm-hmm. For the most part. Yeah, for the most part. For right. the most part. Yeah, okay. Well, it's not going to be a dark time. Can we just agree on <laughs> I, that? I, I, I don't know how else to, to break this to you. I think it's going to be a dark time. Well, do you think we're going to make it? <laughs> well, that's what I said. I don't think we're going to make it. Here, Here's the thing. What does not making it look like? Well, like if it gets, if, if I feel worse than I feel right now, which I'm admitting to you, you know, so yeah. be tender with me. Right. I don't feel so good. Is that if I feel worse than this, like you, you, you kind of get lost. Like it's, it can be really difficult to feel this way for a prolonged period of time. One of the things is that, you know, the, you know, there's this experience that people say that they, they couldn't imagine their heart opening or their, the love, they can never anticipate the love that they feel for their child. Right. Mm -hmm. I think that that's true. Right. Like I can't like, they're like, I I don't know why it is. And, and, you know, the other thing is that people love, like you, if you say like, Oh, I can't wait. People say, I mean, you know, in an effort to prepare you for how challenging parenting can be, 
people scare the shit out of you. They say to you like, oh, well, just wait. Or, you know, like subtle things like, oh, you think you're going to have a break? Ha ha. Or like, oh, you think your life's hard? Like, I don't know why that people feel the need to, to, to talk like that, but you know, you have sufficiently scared Marisol. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, in a way, and, and I try well, not I to people- ever sound too like, uh, like, you know, like, cause I've been really excited for the birthing process. And I just like, I really hesitate to tell people that because I, they laugh at you. They're like, Oh, you think you're going to be all chill and shit. But like, I, I do actually trust my body. I do actually trust this process. I do actually think that regardless of how hard it is, and like, I'm not an idiot, y'all. It's going to be hard. It's impossible to get a baby through your vajage. (laughs) And if you don't get it through your vajage, it's difficult to have a belly birth. Right. Right. And, I think people yeah. really, our culture is a lot of it, a lot of it is built with commiserating with each other about things. And, you know, that can be good or bad. I'm not necessarily judging, but I think that I'm people, judging. I think that people like to relate to people through difficulty. Um, it's much easier to relate through like overcoming a challenge rather than to relate through like joy, joy. and ease. Yeah. yeah joy. You know? And, and, and I do that, uh, just as much as probably anybody else. Sweet love, you don't, don't, don't do that. Don't undersell yourself. You honestly don't. Well, you honestly don't. Um, good. And I think, and I think it's, and I think that's something that like in my twenties was really value. It was honestly really valuable tool to, to kind of like wound bond or join yeah. via the difficulty the difficult things but you know what even those same people that we used to talk about how much everything sucked and how life was hard and how blah 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 like we're still friends to this day and we don't do that we actually just celebrate life together and yeah. I'm so grateful because the relationships with people who just you know talk about how crappy their lives are those relationships aren't really flourishing in my life right now right yep Okay, so so qu- quickly, besides blaming everybody else for my feelings, which is what I pretty much just did, um, <laughs> and all the ways they've tried to scare me. Well, God, here's so here's funny. something. Um, yeah, it's okay. Here's something like that that's coming up for me is just, and again, I've talked about it before on this podcast. Like, there is this way in which I feel like I have this approach about like you know just this positive reinforcement, like encouraging people that like you can do it you're gonna do great like that kind of approach to it and it's funny it feels like with birth and with the first parent like people forget about that like they really you know it's it's not that they're oh you're gonna suffer and you're like yeah i know everybody's been telling me i'm gonna suffer and that (laughs) raising a kid is since i thought about having kids or since I was like, you know, that message has been clear. I'm not going to sleep. It's going to be tough. There's a lot of poop, you know, like your relationship, there's no time to yourself. It's not about you anymore. Like, and, and I'm sure that I will still learn those lessons still, no matter what, no matter that I've been told that. But I feel like if I'm, if I'm talking about it, if I'm talking to somebody about it, and this is just how I feel before I'm actually, you know, a parent, before I'm a father. So I may have a different approach, but if I feel like I'm talking about something, I want to motivate them so that they already know it's difficult. I want to help them 
meet that difficulty. I want to help them rise to that challenge of that difficulty, you know, to meet it with, with an understanding and with the knowledge that they can do it, that they will be able to like raise a beautiful child and a beautiful kid, no matter what happens, they're going to do their best. And I want to help motivate them to do that. Not to just consistently remind them that they're going to be sleep deprived, and have no time to themselves and sexless. their whole world they're <laughs> sexless and their whole world's going to change upside down you know it's this this positive reinforcement model rather than just um a a model based in fear yeah 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 well i appreciate that so maybe you can give me a little positive reinforcement i think i i think you know there's a part of me that deep down knows that i'm going to just be so overjoyed to have this child in our lives that like that that will be the overwhelming feeling not like any 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 quote-unquote sacrifice that I have to make is just going to feel very much worth it but you know you can't you don't know that love till you get it till you get there but exactly but I really just want to believe that like that I'll I don't know I telling telling me all this at you know, first of all, these are my, wi- this is the pump hour this that is I turned to. <laughs> this hour. is, yeah. well, this yeah. is one of a few witching hours yeah. during yeah. the day. You have, you have two you have, at least. Oh, you, I have three. Go three, tell me, please. Three, three. You have three o'clock in the afternoon. Yes. Six o'clock in the afternoon. No. Yes. When the sun's going down. No, it, it right goes from, the, it goes from like three to five. 30. Okay. Three it's, to that's five. One yeah, whole that's, that's witching one whole witching hours. Life. And then anything after nine. <laughs> A nine until we actually get in bed. And then as soon as we get in bed, no matter if that's 10, no matter if that's 1130, and heaven forbid, no matter if that's after midnight, you perk up like you're just ready to chat and hang out. (laughs) It is a fun time. Yeah. It is. But so, you know, we're trying to have this conversation during one of my witching hours and in February and it's 39 degrees. (laughs) And gray and cold and rainy, and my dog doesn't feel good and peed on the floor, and I just can't see, I can't, I can't see how it's going to be, you know, yeah. Yeah, sometimes it's hard. It's hard to see that, hard to see, you know, hard to see how a situation could be any better if we're here now, and it's difficult, and we don't even have the responsibilities of you know, keeping a baby human alive. Yeah. Right. I mean, like how, how could it, how could it be any, and you know what, that's why the moment is so special because, you know, in that moment compared to this moment, it'll probably be harder. (laughs) Oh yeah. Right. It will, it will be harder, but at the same time, we will, there will be a whole new reality that we will be operating within and, that you can't compare it. It's not you can't. Compare I just want this to come together to at the end of the day. Like I just want to come together at the end of the day and be proud of our accomplishments together. I don't want to yep. come. I don't want to come together. This is see here. I'm like already placing expectations, but I don't want to come together and just be like so fried that we're just like can't even connect. Yeah, I want to come together and like celebrate our successes, like. I want to, I really want to make sure that we have some kind of ritual 
some yeah. you know some some kind of sweet ritual something or that grounds us you know yeah. i think i think that's important too and you know i think that with any grounding ritual i think and any intention like that any goal like that you know letting yourself set realistic expectations you know what it, what's the smart goal thing and one of the smart the a and smart is achievable right yeah, and the R is realistic. Realistic, right, that's it. Um, but so A is achievable. Is A, a achievable yeah. and realistic? And so if you're setting a smart, like one of the things about setting an achievable and realistic goal or intention with being grounded and centered is recognizing that, yes, we will be sleep deprived. You know, yes, we will be learning a new little thing every single day. Yes, our whole lives will be changed and it won't be about us anymore. And so like... It's hard to set that goal and intention now, you know, until we have actually come around to understanding what is the new reality going to look like. So I, I think it's a great intention to set now, a, a, something to work towards and to continue to adjust that vision as we continue to move along the path. Yeah. I do have one question for everybody who's listening. We have all these amazing places for the baby to sleep, but I don't think we have the one that where it's going to sleep at night. So we have a crib. We have like a... Sh- I mean, we have thousands of places for these babies to sleep. So, okay. We have yeah. a crib. We have a little like bouncy chair, which I don't think they'll the sleep in. The hammock in the backyard. I'm just kidding. All right. I don't think they'll sleep in the bouncy chair. Then we have this thing that like rocks shakes. But it looks really padded. and it's a bassinet. But it, again, maybe it's got a lot of pluff things in I, it. Yeah, I think yeah, it's a napping. I don't think it's an at night. I think yeah. at night you want minimum yeah. nothing in it. Right. Like in, in Europe when they, in, in, is it Switzerland? In Sweden? I don't know. In Europe when they send you home with the box. Do you not know what I'm talking about? Uh, yes, I know what you're talking about. I do not know what European country it is that they send you home at the box. It might be Denmark. It, or Norway, yeah. Oh, it, it might be Norway. Uh-huh. But everybody, One of those Scandinavian countries. Yeah, yeah. Everybody, who, everybody who gets discharged, everybody who has a baby gets discharged from the hospital with a box, and it has, like, I think some formula and some diapers and some other things, but the box itself is a place to sleep, so no matter what, your baby always has a place to sleep. But a box is a great idea because, again... It's not padded like this shaky weight right, thing. Right, I understand. So, and then, shaky weight. Like this shaker thing. <laughs> shaker thing? It shakes. And and then we have a pack and play, and everybody's like, just put the baby in the pack and play. But I want something that I can reach from bed. And then we have a, a snuggy me snuggle, which was a very lovely gift from a couple of our friends. Um, something I really wanted that I've heard great things about. And that you can put in the bed, but I think we've decided we don't want to put the baby in the bed. Um, we want, I really want the three-sided thing. What did I want to know? My question is, what did you all, what have you all used? Cause we have all the sleeping places except for the one that seems like the best option for us. Uh-huh. Whew. All right. Wish us luck, folks. Wish us luck. We're we're clearly we're clearly just have everything together, right? We're everything together. No, I oh, have we still cr- got to make that birth plan. <laughs> Thanks, y'all, for listening and participating. We always have a great time with you. And if you enjoy the podcast, please go online and rate, review, share this with your friends. This is the way that we build this community. Yeah. All right. Bye. Bye.